بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد ما brothers and sisters I mentioned to you that angle influences the view what you see depends on the angle you look at it from if you think about the life of the people in Makkah at the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam 7th century especially that of the Quraysh the primary tribe the uh, big business people they were highly successful business people they had wealth considerable wealth some of them were billionaires in our today dollar terms they self governed they were not governed by uh, any either of the two uh, great powers the romans or the persians and they were not subservient to either of the two empires in their part of the world they had every luxury and pleasure that money could buy so why did they need islam i'm asking this because i think this question is very relevant for us to ask ourselves today why do i need islam now you might say this is a dumb question of course i need islam really i mean seriously i am not disputing that obviously we need islam but do you know why do you know specifically why do i need islam it's very important to know why you need something whether it's islam whether it is your wife your husband whether it's your children whether it's your parents whether it's your school whether it's the uh, place you live in your job right why specifically why do i need this thing it's only when we understand the why that we value the thing otherwise we take it for granted we think it just comes with the uh, you know it comes with the job um, it doesn't specifically why do i need something now think about this our job was to please allah subhanahu wa taala um because allah subhanahu wa taala told us wama khalaqtu al-jinna wal-insa illa li'abudun allah said i have not created the jinn and the insan the jinn and the human beings for anything other than my worship now worship meaning to please allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so our job is to please allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but we have been taught that our job is to accumulate wealth our role models almost exclusively are those who accumulate wealth do a random do a random test right speak to anybody and speak to a variety of people speak to a variety of people different ages different uh, you know different jobs different uh, roles in life uh, and so on and ask them who are tell them name for me three role models and tell them don't say rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam just tell me three role models and i can almost guarantee you that they will name three billionaires bill gates jeff bezos elon musk right something like this or adani ambani whatever depending on which country now the point i want to make to you is notice this ask this question who are your role models as i said to a variety of people and notice if somebody mentions an alim if somebody mentions a great musician or if somebody mentions a Uh, a, f- a famous physician or a surgeon or somebody mentions uh, a, a a brilliant artist right or somebody mentions someone who is 
doing a lot to uh, save the environment or who is working an activist against uh, global warming uh, activists against wars right just see if see who people name and you will find that it's almost invariably people who have a lot of money um these are our role models people who have a lot of money we do not even think about how was this money earned what was the source of the earning was it halal haram good bad no as long as there is money that's our role model now then what you do is you take one of them whoever the name and you say but did this person please allah do you think this person's life is such that he pleases allah what's the answer so what happens or what will happen to that person if he dies and reaches the akhirah without having pleased allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or worse still if he dies and reaches the akhirah having angered allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and having accepted a declaration of war from him jalla jalalu this is the case of anyone who is dealing in interest now this was the case of the quraish and this was the choice that they faced some of them chose to reject allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the others they chose to reject the ways that ran contrary to the will of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the sunnah of his messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam now allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declared about the sahaba which he tells us about their akhirah and that of their followers allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said was sabiqun alawwaluna min almuhajirin wal ansari wal ladina tabauhum bi ihsan radiyallahu anhum wa radwan وأعد لهم جنات تجري تحتها الأنهار خالدين فيها أبدا ذلك الفوز العظيم الله said which means and the first to embrace Islam of the Muhajirun and the Ansar and those who followed them exactly in faith and this is the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he kept the door open for all of us Allah is well pleased with them as they are well pleased with him he has prepared for them gardens under which rivers flow and to dwell therein forever and that is supreme success so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this ayat confirm that for the sahaba who are the sahaba those of the people in the time of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam who accepted his message and who changed their lives that for them jannah is assured that allah is pleased with them allah subhanahu wa ta'ala announced that that is why when we take their names we say radiyallahu anhu allah is pleased with them but let's look at the dunya let's look at their worldly life did that suffer because they chose allah subhanahu wa ta'ala over the dunya because they chose to obey allah rather than obeying their desires and obeying you know their advisors and their financial advisors and their bankers and whoever did they suffer did their dunya suffer did they lose their wealth and influence and power or did they in one generation change from being at best 
a village of prosperous businessmen to becoming the dominant global power having defeated both the Roman and Persian empires, which happened. History is witness. What changed in their lives? The angle changed. So the view changed. The angle changed. So the view changed. Now, brothers and sisters, I remind myself and you that it is very important to be successful in the dunya because success in the dunya drives success in the akhirah. Who are the people who are successful in dunya? Those who please Allah. That means that we must change our metrics and our standards of measuring success. That is critical. If we want to be successful, then we have to make sure that we measure success in the correct way. So to close, I want to remind myself and I want to ask you to ask yourself, which is, what is uh, what is the measurement and what is the standard that you have to measure your success? And if that measurement standard is exclusively dunya related without the interference of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in it then you are on the wrong path you are absolutely on the wrong path and if not then alhamdulillah and that's why I say factor Allah into the equation because he is in it anyway factor Allah into the equation because he is in it anyway. Whether we like it, we don't like it, we believe, we don't believe, a day will come when we stand before Allah. And then we will be judged by the standard that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala set for us. And that is, is Allah pleased? And if Allah is pleased, we are successful. If Allah is not pleased, we have failed. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us all great success and to save us from failure. وصلى الله على نبيه الكريم وعليه وصحبه اجمعين برحمه الله